Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. It's Women's History Month, and there's no better way to celebrate than by hearing from amazing women who are making history and changing the world for the better. Learn from leaders like Tori Birch, Madeline Albright, Ariana Huffington, Katie Couric, Valerie Jarrett, and more. Listen to Seneca Women Conversations on Power and Purpose on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, and welcome to Movie Crush. Sounds more like we're introducing the jazz program on NPR, Chuck. Sweaty balls. Ooh. How you doing? I'm great, man. How do you feel about jazz music? Oh, I love jazz. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? Are you kidding? That's okay, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm a... I'm a beatnik jazz head. You're a jazz head. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking them jazz cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes yeah. and drinking cheap wine. Cheap, cheap wine. Uh, yeah, I love jazz. Yeah. I always, I always, well, not always. I got into jazz... In college, mm-hmm. I, like my my uh, knowledge is not absurdly deep of the of the genre, but same. It's, there's some I do okay though. Beautiful stuff out there. Yeah. You ever seen the Ken Burns epic no, documentary? No, those are too long. You've never seen any Ken Burns? Uh, I've seen the Ken Burns effect, where they you know zoom into the oh, photograph. No, what <laughs> right, well, we're know. doing those holes uh, right. this week? All right. Which way, if I was going to watch one Ken Burns doc, should it be like a war one or jazz or baseball? Is there, is there a baseball one? Did I make that up? I don't know. Yeah, but don't watch baseball. You don't like baseball. I don't care about baseball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sentencing you to fucking 14 hours on baseball. Okay. Rather long it is. I'll do jazz. Jazz seems like a fun one. It's a it's great. There's so much wrapped up in the culture, and it's such like an intensely American oh, it's you know, art form or whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as a music guy, I'd probably recommend that. If you don't want quite... Such a long thing, then I would recommend Lewis and Clark because it's shorter. Okay. But uh, just watch jazz. I will. I'd w- I'll watch it again. I will say this. Uh, Ken Burns, you've you seen those master class things that they're just advertised all over the internet? Yeah, they were advertisers on Stuff You Should Know for Oh, a while. cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I've seen a couple. Like, I've seen the one with um, the guy from The French Laundry, the, the chef, uh, and also Gordon Ramsay has a good one. With yeah, some, like, yeah, cooking yeah. Techniques. But Ken Burns has, has one on filmmaking, and I, I'd never seen what he looks like. He has the goofiest little haircut. He has, like, bangs, like, straight across the top. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's the real Ken Burns effect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you end up. Now, you know what? I'm not going to poke at Ken Burns. No, I mean, he's obviously he a, listens, a very, he's, very important filmmaker. I just he's think a hero it's a of mine. Interesting haircut choice. <laughs> he probably looks at me and says, What's up with spiking your hair up in your late 40s? Come on, man. You can do whatever you want. You you're think Chuck. you are Brian Grazer? No, no, you're Chuck Bryant. Here's the thing. Saving money with GEICO is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock. 
He constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. Hey, it's Ben, Henry, and Marcus, hosts of The Last Podcast on the Left. Our show's dedicated to uncovering hilariously horrifying stuff. And now we're only on Spotify. Join us. If you want. Obviously, we'd never force anyone to just blindly join us. That'd be crazy. But if you like stories about doomsday cults who do exactly that and more, please join us on Spotify. Visit Spotify.com slash last podcast to listen free. All right, Noel, we're going to start with your holes. And here's what I did, Noel. I did a sci-fi edition. Oh, cool. I might, I might fare well here. Supposedly loading it in your favor. However, I didn't try and stump you, but I, I, I obviously didn't put Star Wars and Harry Potter on there. Harry Potter is not <laughs> sci-fi, my friend. That is magical realism. Sorry, I don't want to taint your favorite don't, thing. Don't ruffle my Harry Potter feathers. You want to taint your favorite thing? I know. Especially really while is. we're playing Noel's Holes. No, I know. No, I, I, I need to be focused here. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got my little uh, bracket drawn out, my column ready. So, like I said, Noel, I, I tried to pick movies. They're, they're all very popular films, but I didn't just lob any softballs your way, really. I'm ready. All right, ready? Yep. Number one, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Is that the one where he says Khan? (laughs) That's a no. What? No, it is. (laughs) Well, sure he says Khan, but did you see it? I don't know. Maybe. All right, that's a no. I saw the remake with Khan in it, with Benedict Cumberbatch. 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 No one's ever said that. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Number two, Noel. The Robert Zemeckis, Matthew McConaughey, Jodie Foster film, Contact. Yes, of course. Saw that in the theaters. Love that movie. All right, I figured. Yeah. Um, number three, this is a bit of a softball, Steven Spielberg's AI, Artificial Intelligence. Yeah. That's, yeah. I liked it. I know it kind of got, uh, got dragged a little bit. Yeah. And the ending's a little strange because it was the Kubrick thing, right? Like there yeah. was, it was like half Kubrick and then it Spielberg kind of took it over project, and, yeah. ma- and maybe Spielberg did up a little bit, I think, you know? Oh, I'm sure he, yeah, yeah. he shined it up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it went from Kubrick to Spielberg and they're pretty different dudes. I think the thing I remember most about that movie is it's, it's kind of a bummer. It's like a it's real sad movie, you know? Yeah, and that, you know what? I only saw it once, and that's probably for a reason. Totally. Because most Spielberg I can watch a couple of times. Oh, for sure. Like, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a formally fantastic filmmaker. Like, he makes really good choices. And, Did like, you say formerly? Formally. Like, his, <laughs> the, yeah. For, <laughs> uh, no, he, what's his latest? Like, he's, he's, he has, he's made some, he he's continued. The, the Ready Player One. Oh, that was not that good. Eh. It was just kind of stuffed with references. <laughs> I got bored. All right, speaking of stuffing, Noel. Yeah, oh, my goodness gracious. We got to move on. All right. Number four, Strange Days, Catherine Bigelow's. Yes. I adore that movie right. with a kind of early VR kind of yeah. sex tape kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, it's all about like recreating other people's memories. Yeah, it's and a little bit ahead of its time. I would really say. cool. No, it holds. It's a really good movie. Is it Ray Fiennes? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really cool. Uh, Much better than Hackers, which I think probably came out that year too. Oh right, is that sci-fi? <laughs> it's it's just like that cyberpunk kind oh, of I like did see you know that. Robert Redford. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? What are you talking Hackers? about? Hackers? Hackers with Robert Redford? <laughs> That's amazing. What movie am I thinking of? I don't know. 
Robert Redford computer movie. <laughs> the Lawnmower Man? Sneakers. Sneakers. See? No, that's fair. But I mean, come on. No, but listen, picturing What's the, Hackers. I, Hackers is a movie with like all of these kind of teen heartthrobs of the moment. Oh, like, uh, I remember. And that it's, movie. it's like one of the movies that does such a bad job of depicting the idea of the <laughs> internet. You know, yeah, like, like it's just the, it's so funny. It's some dummy's idea, like some like. Uh, sure. Yeah. No, they literally like zoom through these digital buildings and stuff, yeah. and it's but it's such a dated, <laughs> silly movie. Yeah, they're peeking behind the ones and zeros. If yeah, if it was a curtain. No, exactly. And literally. it's also their fashion is so like absurdly, you know, cliche. Like they've got like what's his name? Matthew Lillard has like weird red dreadlocks, and he's yeah, well, wearing that's like all you, know, you need to say, my friend, pleather pants and stuff. Yeah, that's why I laughed because the idea of Robert Redford being in that movie <laughs> is, know, is inherently <laughs> amazing. All you had to do is say Matthew Lillard and dread. Locks. Yep. All right. Number five. I know you've seen this. Here's a softball for for you, Noel. Twelve Monkeys. Wonderful. Wonderful. Terry Gilliam, man. The you best. know what? I, why some of these are on here? Because quite honestly, it's hard to stump you in well, sci-fi. I was looking around. I was like, Noel's seen all. I'm these. into sci-fi. You could. I mean, if you were going to do it, you could do it with like some the, the day the Earth stood still or something like that. Nah, or some I older try to be stuff. fair. There's a couple old ones, but that's fair. All right. Number six. Logan's Run. Have not. Okay. Have not. And I've always wanted to. And I think there was talk that Nicholas Winding Refn, I believe, who I really dig to drive and stuff, oh, sure. was going to do a remake of, of Logan's Ooh, Run. That'd be and it sounded interesting. interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Number seven, Noel. Under the Skin. You know. The Scarlett Johansson. I, I didn't recent finish days. watching it. Okay. And I, I know it, it all. it's it cool. Good? It's it's just real slow. It was a real slow burn. It kind of lost me. And I had it. I'd rented it or something like that. And I, didn't, yeah. I didn't finish it. But really cool soundtrack. And um, I need to give it another shot. I just wasn't in the right headspace for it, I think. I got gotcha. you. All right, Noel. Number eight, and this is specific, uh, Solaris, the Soderbergh Clooney version. I fell asleep during that one too, Chuck. So were we counting these? How, I don't how long I, you did know, you I don't, get into it? I, I, I paid money to see it in the theater. <laughs> Well, and I, but I felt I definitely fell asleep during it. I think I had just gotten some dental work done, and I, <laughs> I had, a, I had some like muscle relaxers so or something. You that a, I was a Tarkovsky remake would yeah, be a good yeah, move. Yeah, I fell asleep hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's a weirdly specific memory. No? I, 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 no, I very, very, very specifically remember falling right, asleep I, I during that. I don't quite movie. know what to do there. Then I mean, you paid money, you went and saw it, you had dental work. I think uh, it's a no. <laughs> I, I, I will not. I, I couldn't tell you anything okay. about it. So Well, I saw the whole thing, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. That's fair. Um, number nine, Dark City. I love Dark City. That's one of my I favorite figure. modern kind of sci-fi movies. All right. Number 10, I think I might have you with this one, Starman with Jeff Bridges. No. Mm, that came up recently in, in conversation. Okay. I don't remember who's, who brought it up, but is it good? Is it kind of? I bet it's kind of oh, dated. It's great. Is it good? Oh, I imagine it's dated, but yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a cheat because it's more a rom- romance but it is about an alien. Is there an alien? That's I thought there was an alien. He is the alien. Does it, but does it look like Jeff Bridges? Yep. Okay. But he doesn't act like Jeff Bridges. Yeah, okay. Is, is it sort of like K-Pax? Remember K-Pax? Uh, I didn't see that, okay. but I know the movie. Yeah. That's with the creep, right? It's with the creep. That's how <laughs> he who shall not be named. Uh, number 11. But I, th- I have a feeling he's done. Sure seems like Like him. forever. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Because he keeps making the wrong move. Oh, I mean, I have a weird I, thing he did in character that he blasted out on the internet oh God. as the guy from uh, the House show of Cards. On. Yeah. The one he got fired from? Yeah. He did a, a bit in character. Like, I, I didn't even watch it. I just saw it. I, I just read the headline. That's hard to say. Really unfortunate. No, I, I didn't see that. All right. Though. 11. I think we just talked about it in the last episode. Another Earth. Oh, no, no, no. 
That was After Earth. This is another Earth. Another Earth with, with Brit the, the Marling. Brit Marling movie. Yeah, I, I like. I liked it. Yeah, okay. definitely. I like her a lot. Yeah, me too. She has a. She fits in these sci-fi projects. I think. I think so too. There's an otherworldliness about her uh-huh. somehow. Yeah, but it's also like pretty grounded, and it's sort of sci-fi is sort of on the fringes of it, and uh-huh. it's never like overtly sci-fi, yeah, yeah, but it's sort of just reality. like conceptual. Like She's I, not flying around I, I, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, number twelve, Equilibrium. I don't think so. 2002, Christian Bale? No. I haven't seen it either, but it was on all the list of sci-fi movies you should see that you probably have not seen. Is that right? Well, I have, I have not seen it, so I'll have to check it out. No, it's tied. Six to six. I might. I might. This might be the one that, that makes me no, fall from grace. I don't think so. I see some, see some yeses in your future. Okay. Starting with uh, The Fountain. Yes. I had to think about that because that's another kind of slow, plotting, yeah. weird one that I maybe didn't watch all of. But now I think I think I've seen it all of it. Yeah, I think you have too. Sunshine, yes, that's a Danny that. Boyle. Danny yeah. Boyle. In fact, I remember you talking about that in yeah. this very room. Uh, I know. I think you're going to totally snag this and all. Okay. Snowpiercer is next. I love Snowpiercer. Of course, you saw that's that. Bong Joon Ho, I believe. Uh, what is it? Vietnam? Not Vietnamese. A uh, Korean director. Yeah. Guy, I, it's not the guy who did Old Boy, but they're sort of buddies, and it's it's the guy who did that movie, The Host. I want to say, which is like a monster movie. Um, I loved Snowpiercer. I thought it was so cool and well designed, and it's Ooh, like all it looked so good. Yeah, it looked so great. Yeah. I think the whole thing was great. The design of it, like there's Bong a part. Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, and he did. Did he do The Host? He did. Uh, oh, he did Okja. That's right. With our buddy John Ronson. John Ronson. Oh, I didn't know that. that did he do terrific. Memories of Murder, maybe? Was Memories that? of Murder yeah. and a movie called Mother and the Host. You're yep. correct. The Host is great. Boy, he's super talented. He's amazing. Yeah. No, really, really great. All right. I might get to this next one. Number 16, Free Jack. <laughs> no, but there's a really good How Did This Get Made episode where they talk about it, and it just sounds like the most absurd movie <laughs> ever of all time. And Mick uh, Jagger. They that in Atlanta years ago. Is that right? Before the, Atlanta was a big movie. That's come. interesting. Yeah. Aren't there like garbage can fire kind of like street scenes? Was that Probably. All, yeah. Probably was downtown, Jagger, yeah. And uh, Emilio Estevez, I think. Yeah, Free Jack. It's like you. It's sort of. Like, it's sort of like got a quantum leap quality to it. Don't you like jump into other people's bodies or something like that? Yeah, Do I you, think Free Jack is a uh, verb. That yeah, that's Maybe? right. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, I, d- I definitely have you with this one because you already alluded to it. I think Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Or no, you did Day the Earth Stood Still. The original. Yeah, yeah, with Donald Sutherland. Well, Invasion isn't there of- an even older one though? Oh, I don't know. I think that I think the one Donald, with Donald Sutherland is a is a remake, and that was like in the seventies. I think there's like that's a, the one I was talking. Yeah, about. I I have not. That's the one where they all kind of open their mouths and make the weird moaning faces or whatever. <laughs> that's a very famous scene. It's nine to eight oh, in man. your favor. Oh boy, with three to play. Okay, uh, number eighteen, Johnny Mnemonic. There's another. How did this get made? About that one, and I saw that one in the theater. Oh, yeah, yes. Henry Rollins is in it. He, like super buff Henry Rollins. All right, plays like a scientist. Is there any other Henry Rollins? No. I guess he was a skinny kid. He used to be. He didn't used to be as buff as he became. No, he, he was became. skinnier. Yeah. Uh, number 19, I know you've seen this. Primer? Yeah. Yeah, with the time machine box. All right, no, you have secured it in your favor. Yes. With only one to go. Oh, boy. Doesn't matter. Okay, I but still want to know. have you ever seen Westworld, the film? No. All right. No, I've seen the series, though. I know it's totally different. So 11 to uh, 9. Yeah. Good job. Pretty close to 50-50 again. That's usually how it goes. But this was a this was me trying purposely to, to kind of stump you. Well, you did a good job, Chuck. So you you, you also you also gave me reminded me of some things that I would like to see, and like, like I really I really do want to watch the uh, Body Snatchers. That's an interesting looking movie. Yeah, seventies sci-fi. That's mm-hmm. always great. 
I'm Robert Evans. I'm the host of Behind the Bastards, and it could happen here. Uh, and I do a lot of investigative journalism studying the international fascist movement and all of this creeping authoritarian terrorism um, that we're increasingly seeing uh, in 2020 and 2019. And uh, I'm generally pretty bummed out as a result. So in the summer of 2019, I went looking for hope. And I found it in what you might consider to be an unlikely place, northeastern Syria, Rojava. This is the place that's generally referred to as the Kurds, Uh, when the Western media talks about the fighting against ISIS. I first heard about Rojava in 2014 through a series of half-credible far-left blog articles and social media posts. The picture they painted was of an anarchist feminist utopian project in Syria, one that was fundamentally reforming society at the same time as it led the battle against the Islamic State. It all sounded too good to be true, and I was instantly suspicious, so I traveled there to see what the reality was. You can learn about what I found and the people I met by listening to The Women's War, which releases on March 25th on the iHeartRadio network. Listen to The Women's War on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let me see, everyone. I think we're gonna, what we're going to go to next is a, another edition of your favorite new segment, Up With Fuck. Up With Fuck. Turns out you people really like your f bombs. I love it. Uh, and if you're if you're new to the show, I'm sorry if you made it this far. Even talking about holes and taints. <laughs> Man, nobody said anything about a taint until now, Chuck. That was a choice you made. Oh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Wesley, who's a big stuff you should know fan and listens to all the other shows as well, uh, said it's a real. Like shock to hear you say f bombs. <laughs> to see my true self coming. To see out. your true self. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people love it. No, the stuff you should know. Self is still your true self. And honestly, I like doing the shows where you can't swear. I like to. I like being able to swear. But it's a, it's sort of like you know. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's sort of like Will Smith rap. You know. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm used to it on stuff you should know by now. It's yeah. like I don't feel like I it's have to second stop nature. Myself. Yeah. Um, and and you know what that allowed us to get a very broad fan base. It really did. Families, yeah, teachers, yeah, school children, absolutely. Same with ridic- same with ridiculous history. Like I think some people really like the fact that it's not so you know not crass, but like and, and I love swearing, but I think yeah. there's something about it not being a part of the equation that makes it a little bit comforting in some way. Like I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah, sometimes it's funny. I will. Uh, Josh doesn't do it as much as I do, but I do. Uh, and when we're recording stuff you should know, I will just because it fits so well and is so funny, I will make a very dirty, crass joke as we're recording. Yeah. Just and then we laugh and say beep, 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 beep. Obviously cut that. Right. Uh, but I just had to say it. Of course. Sometimes <laughs> you got to. Yeah, you can't sit on that stuff. No. It's comedy gold. It really is. All right. Are this, we up with fucking? We're up with fucking. Let's do it. Uh, this is going to be our last segment because I'm going to go through a lot of these. Cool. Um, and some of these, if I read them last time, I apologize. I don't remember, and I'm not going to keep a spreadsheet on f bombs. That'd be a cool spreadsheet, though. <laughs> uh, Michael Scanlon says, "Go suck a fuck." Exactly. How does one suck a fuck? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Classic. A bunch of people said that. Yeah. Um, got it. And I think I read the uh, plane strains and automobiles last time, so I'm not going to go through that yep, again. You did. Uh, Aaron Cerullo Step says. Four weddings and a funeral, the first lines of the movie, Hugh Grant, upon realizing he woke up late. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. 
Yep. I remember somebody, I mean, my mom maybe was talking about how like the first word in that movie is fuck and how like that was somehow very shocking to her at the time. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> I want to meet your mom, Noel. She's pretty cool. Laura Brown X Sue says, I am not drinking any fucking Merlot from Sideways. Yeah. Emily and I have, we're going to go through the Alexander Payne films. Uh-huh. That's going to be our jam, starting with Sideways. And we're so busy, we've been talking about this for like two and a half months. Really? And have not been able to do it. What's that one, the black and white one? Oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. I, I have not seen that. Uh, I, and I really want to. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Will Forte, I think, is a uh, super, super underrated actor. Yeah, I agree. He's silly as can be, and I love it, but he's a really great actor. Well, it, I love that we're kind of getting back into uh, – maybe this is not, uh, you know, something that, that stopped happening, but like like Robin Williams, for example, total amazing comedian mm-hmm. that turns out had incredible acting chops, and we're yeah. kind of seeing more and more of that these days. Yeah. Like, um, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy is in that sure. movie that got some nods. I don't think she got nominated. She did. She did get nominated. Yeah, that's great. She's just starting to do, like, some of her best work, probably. Well, I think this is the first real dramatic piece she's ever done. Yeah, and I she, think She did so many of those goofball, gross-out comedies after the yeah. success of Bridesmaids or whatever that I think she probably got typecast as that for, like, the totally. schlubby, you know... I bet she'll balance that out yeah, from that, here forward. And she's talked about that in interviews, how in Hollywood it's so difficult to escape yeah. from that image where like where everyone wants her to be the goofy, pratfall, kind of unattractive woman or whatever. Right. You know? like that's, that's how she – those are her words kind of. And, right. And she's kind of had to really do some work to push through that. Yeah, and man, kind of, especially know. when it's hard for the artists when they're paying you like a lot of money to be in those big comedies. Like it's hard to turn down when – she'd been an actor for a long, long time. And of all course. of a sudden she's getting these – Big financial opportunities. Absolutely, you kind of like need to jump on that. You do if you secure yourself, then start doing the art house stuff. Yeah, for sure. It hasn't come here yet, and I can't quite remember the title, but I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tracy Fox from Inglorious Bastards, fuck a duck. She said it gets her every time. Uh, Susanna, I'm sorry, Susie, Hannah. It's a little bit of a eyeball trick. It's like a portmanteau. <laughs> Susie, <laughs> nice. No. Busting that out. Yeah, man. Uh, Susie Hanna from Jerry Maguire. Let's go right now. Let's go to the zoo. Ray, the zoo, you know, the fucking zoo is closed. Yeah. You said fuck. The kid? Is this the little kid with the spiky hair? That was me doing my little kid. That's good. That's Boy, good. that kid was cute. He was cute. I wonder what he's like now. He's probably a terror <laughs> running around <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, hopped up on goofballs. Hopped up on the bennies. Yep. Uh, Carrie Mason says the almost F-bomb from Aunt May and Spider-Man Homecoming. That was a great moment. I like these uh, variations on the theme. Uh, Scott Cahill says they fuck you at the drive-thru, okay? They fuck you at the drive-thru. I can't quite uh, catch that one. That was Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, that is totally what that was. Um, Let me see. Sigourney Weaver upon seeing... The Chompers and Galaxy Quest. Well, fuck that. Was that PG-13? Well, it said it was overdubbed for the PG version. Interesting. But it was hilarious, he said, as an F-bomb. Let's go with, oh, well, let's go with Hudson from Aliens. This is Simon uh, Machin. That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're in some real shit now, man. Game's over, man. Game's fucking over. Yeah. Uh, didn't he? Uh, I heard he improv that game over part. 
Oh, really? That's what I read somewhere. I buy that. Yeah. Man, I am so sad about him still. It really is sad. Oh, what a bummer. And he seemed like a good guy. He, like everything that I've read about him, he seemed like a genuinely kind person. I have uh, recommended this before, but if you could if, listen to the Mark Maron interview with uh, Bill Paxton. And I listened to that and I was like, I want to be his neighbor and friend. Mm-hmm, exactly. He's just such a good dude. Your buddy Paul F. Tompkins, who you had on the show, uh, does a great character on Comedy Bang Bang where he plays that character that he plays in uh, Titanic, where he's just talking about, I was just looking for the heart of the ocean, <laughs> <Yeah>. the core <laughs> de la mer. <laughs> oh, pretty PFT. Great. I just saw him this past weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he at Sketch, Sketch Fest? Fest? I love him. He's such a vibrant, weird guy. Yeah. His laugh is infectious. He's great. All right. Don Kuby, my old friend from uh, New York, by way of Connecticut. She says, no, we're not going to fucking do Stonehenge. Derek St. Hubbins of Spinal Tap. I was talking about like Stonehenge that was in serious danger of being trodden upon by a dwarf. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So tiny, great. Tiny little Stonehenge. I love that. Was like, and oh, how they danced. The little children of Stonehenge <laughs> beneath right. the haunted moon. Oh, man. That movie is so much fun. I saw a Spinal Tap in concert back then. What? At the Fox Theater. They oh, did man. a tour. Uh, and they did an album and a tour. And I will say this: I love Spinal Tap the movie so so much. Obviously, that's why I went. And the concert was not fun to be at. So was it just kind of like too much of a good thing all in a row? Like you need the actual dialogue and not just the it songs. Was, yeah, but they did bits, and it was just like it wasn't fun. It was one of those things where it wasn't funny enough uh-huh. to be a comedy show. And the music is the music. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man, it just didn't feel right. That's fair. I can totally picture what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, I still get, get creeped out when I think about that. Uh, Stellan Carlson, our old pal, says, uh, Mary Steenburgen from Stepburger. Stepburgers? <laughs> what? I meant Stepburders. Stepburders? <laughs> Irma Gerd? Hamburgers? Stepbrothers. I'm going to open up a burger place called Stepburgers. Like Wahlburgers, you can open up right next to the Wahlburgers. All I need is a step sibling. I don't That's have fair. one. Oh. Maybe uh, my mom will have a baby. It's never too late. <laughs> uh, Stellan says, What the fucking fuck? I got a lot of uh, up likes because I think just seeing the lovely and sweet Mary Steenburgen drop F bombs. Oh, what, what is this from? From Step Burgers. Oh, I okay, guess I didn't remember she was in that. Is she still married to Ted Danson? Because they, they they got divorced. Yeah. They got divorced no. in no in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, oh, oh. Did they? Yeah, I never watched that yeah. last season. Oh man, no, no, he's uh, he's with uh, Larry's ex wife in the show <laughs> he's now. He's with Cheryl. He's with Cheryl. Oh man. wow, oh, man, I got to see that. So good. All right, Noel, let's do like five more of these. Sure. Uh, Seth Johnston, Noel. I know this is one of your favorites. Uh, Marla from. From Fight Club, yeah. you, you should go and say it. I know you know it. Oh yeah, I haven't probably I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. That's it. That's shock value, shock and awe line yeah. from old David Fincher. I can't remember if that was in the book or not. If that was in the Chuck Palahniuk book. Well, it was a different line. Oh, is that right? Was it worse in the book? Uh, yeah. I do remember the line. <laughs> I want you to have my abortion. Oh that, wait, that, I thought that was the line. That that was in the movie as well. Oh, it was. Uh huh. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I think that was definitely in the book, though. I can't remember if the grade school line was in the book. The book has goes a pretty different direction, actually, with the with, yeah. the, with the plot. I, it's, yeah, it's, I read it's a equally, couple of his books equally back then. good. Yeah, he kind of. I stopped being interested, but I was really, really into those for a while. Yeah, good books. Yeah, for sure. Quick, quick reads. 
Uh, oh, boy, this is one of my favorite F-bombs ever, everyone. Uh, Brandon uh, Surigao says, from Blue Velvet, Dennis Hopper, Heineken, fuck that shit. Yeah. Pabst, Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's great. Did so we do great. Silence of the Lambs? Has anyone said oh, we did? That was, that was a thing. Yes. That was definitely a thing. Yes. That was one of the first ones. That was one of the first ones. Um, Jason Alvey uh, from Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. And then smile and dead eyes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Boy, that character just kills me. It's a good one. And you know. I hope, it, I hope it never goes away. Oh, my gosh, Chuck. I got. Boy, do I have a podcast wreck for you. Yeah. Yeah. The Ron Burgundy, Burgundy podcast <laughs> coming soon. That's right. It's, I have heard such good things about it. It sounds like delightful. Yeah, I'm really, guys I'm so really lucky excited. To be out there oh, I know. Totally. Oh, my gosh. All right. Two more. Uh, from Blade, Robert Lamb, our own Robert Lamb. We should have gotten him in here to do this reading. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Damn. I didn't see Blade. I didn't either. But that's a really interesting image. I'm picturing that in my mind now. Yeah? It's like some people are like, they're, they're just like going thing about things the wrong way. That's a good expression. Yeah. I like that. Ice skate uphill. Ice skate uphill. Ice skating's hard on a flat surface, let alone uphill. <laughs> I can ice skate pretty good. Like, can you really? Yeah, I went through a hockey phase uh, back post-college. Interesting, okay. Where I played the, the like pickup hockey. My uh-huh. friend worked at the rink. Yeah. So I skated around a lot, played a little pickup hockey. That's cool. Yeah. I was not good at hockey. But I learned how to skate okay. Um, let me see. David Mills uh, from 16 Candles. They fucking forgot my birthday. Oh. All right. We'll finish with that one, everyone. That's a sad one. Yeah. This is good. There's still hundreds more to go. We're into the F-bombs, and I know you are too. And Noel, do you have anything else? No. No. These are fun, though, because it's it, – it, Yeah. This is a good segment, Chuck. This is a stroke of genius on your part. I'm, I'm well, really excited I about, about that. Well, okay. A bit crass, but that's we'll, fair. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. See ya. What made Vincent van Gogh one of the greatest painters and most tortured souls of all time? Was Harry Houdini predestined to become the great escape artist based on his family's great escape? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz, and on my new podcast, Personology, I'll be joined by amazing experts to delve into the minds of famous historical figures. If you want to know what really made exceptional people tick, then take a listen to Personology. Listen to Personology every Monday on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on 98.7 WMZQ in Washington, D.C., or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app.